We are going on tour. The Glamorous Trash Podcast and my book tour have collabed and we're coming to a city near you. Click the link in the show notes to to get all of the deets. We're coming to New York City. On June 4th, we are kicking off an event with Jon Stewart. No big deal. That's our very first show in New York City. Then we're coming to Washington, D.C., Nashville, Chicago, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. So get your tickets now. We are doing three different events because, you know, I'm always doing the most. That's just on brand, right? First, there's a glamorous trash party. It's the podcast meets the book tour meets Coachella, a live show featuring podcast segments, book segments, a very special guest. And of course, there's a runway walk at the end for people to show off their fits because the dress code to every event is obviously glamorous trash. We are also doing a cookie country club. It's the anti-country club country club. And it's very dreamy. You get like a bunch of products. There's little events. And it's a more intimate event where you meet other cookies and listen to a book chat with what me and another special guest and then the final event the behind the bangs writing workshop i finally did it put it together put together this workshop because i wrote this book in many ways for younger me and younger me would not have gotten off her couch unless there was also a workshop being taught i wanted the gyms i wanted i wanted the knowledge i wanted the education that's what i would have wanted so i've decided i'm doing it and in the workshop is going to be the six writing gyms that took me forever to learn 15 years in my 15 year career as a tv writer and author and blah 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 all the other things i've written there are six things that i always use and all of those are in this workshop so if you have an interest in writing sign up all the ticket links are live today click the show notes click my instagram we are coming to a city near you and there's going to be some meet and greets i'll sign some copies of books we'll give out more books and i have uh, some pieces of merch that i'm taking on the road and i'm gonna give them out at the shows Welcome to Celebrity Book Club. This is a podcast that recaps and celebrates the memoirs of female celebrities. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMontes. I'm a TV writer, I'm a filmmaker, I'm a comedian, and sometimes I'm in stuff too. And this episode is a mini recap of one of my favorite families of all time to talk about, the Judds. That's Naomi Judd, Winona Judd, and Ashley Judd. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Judds, they are a musical country duo They're hugely famous, and the group is Winona, the daughter, and her mom, Naomi. And then Ashley Judd is a hugely famous Hollywood actress who was never in the singing group and just on her own is famous. And this is one of my favorite families of all time to discuss. So let's dive in by first playing one of the Judd's hit singles. In your seat of broken dreams all your hopes are sinking let me show you what love means love can build a bridge between your heart and mine love can build a bridge don't you think it's time don't you think it's time? That was Love Can Build a Bridge. Oh my gosh, my aunt used to play that song all the time. It was one of their biggest hit singles. 
But as you may have noticed, there's one real lead singer and guitarist singing in that song, and that's Winona, the daughter. And singing backup harmony, but also they bring in like a giant uh, church chorus to also do backup. Uh, But the person singing backup is Naomi. She's just kind of always doing these hidden harmonies, which is just such a fascinating dynamic because she's the mom and Winona's the daughter. So let's dive into this mini recap. But first, you should know it's a mini recap because we are doing a much longer, full deep dive into the Judds at our second ever live show. And you can get tickets to it right now. It is linked in the show notes. Just click open your podcast app. You'll see the link or you can go to my Instagram at Chelsea Devontes. You'll see the link there. It is on June 12th in Los Angeles if you want to come live. It's a Sunday. It's at 5 p.m. Just a nice white wine hour. But there is also a live stream. And the live stream is available for up to seven days after the event, as long as you get tickets beforehand. And look, I truly never thought podcast live streams would be something you should spend your time on until I saw the one that Kate produced for us at our first show. And it is so good. It's such good quality. Um, And so much other things happen at the live show that's different from this podcast that um, if you're interested at all, click the show notes, get some tickets. All right, let's dive into our mini recap. It's gonna be a small, like a hot 10 minutes. You know, you just go on like a brisk walk. So this episode was planned months ago. I had been saving the Judd's memoirs for a live show specifically because I wanted each of my guests to read a book, which is what's happening. Um, And I wanted to be able to do it in person. So I planned this live show, and then shortly after that, the news that Naomi Judd passed away from mental illness came out. And what's so incredibly fascinating and deeply, deeply heartbreaking is that in Naomi's first memoir, she's kind of writing about the things she's struggling with, but it's written in the 90s, so you can tell she doesn't have the articulation or the tools to talk about it. But then later, she comes out with a second memoir discussing what it's like to live with bipolar disorder and to face depression every day. And Naomi lived for her daughter, Winona, for the music industry, and and she loved fame. And what is so intense about this story and about her mental illness is that basically Naomi died by suicide. And the very next day, she was set to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame with her daughter, Winona. So the next day, and... She couldn't make it till then because that that is the disease of mental illness. And so in this mini recap and in our live show, I really want to talk about this story through that lens of what Naomi was dealing with. I want to honor her legacy, and I want to dive into this mother-daughter story for the ages. There's basically three reasons why I cannot wait to discuss the Judds. So a little overview— The Judds really struggled as a family after Naomi divorced her first husband. And Naomi was a single mom with two little girls, and she was trying to make their lives into something special. And she was trying to have a special life of her own, but she was dating these horrible boyfriends, and they bounce around between Hollywood and Kentucky with varying levels of poverty, but sometimes pretty intense. And finally, one day, Naomi gets the idea that she and her daughter, Winona, could become a singing girl group because Winona is very talented. She's a guitar player. She's an incredible vocalist. She writes songs. But Naomi's like, hey, I can write songs too. I can do harmony. And they form the duo when Winona is a teenager. And Ashley 
is not in the group at all. So imagine it's just your single mom and your sister, and they now become a duo where they spend all their time together and you're not involved. So reason number one that I love talking about the Judds is the power dynamics between mothers and daughters and sisters. Winona would have never pushed to have had a career in music, nor does it seem like she has the prowess to have survived it on her own. But Naomi, their mom, wants more than anything to be special and famous and have a special life. And you can see in the book, she'll kind of do anything to get it in a way that's like very impressive, but also from some angles sad. And she's got all of the hustle and the manipulation and the charisma to pull it off. And she scores them a record deal. And they go on to become one of the number one musical groups in country music history. They hugely influence country music becoming more popular and having some pop roots. Meanwhile, Ashley Judd is just completely neglected. I mean, she's she's left at home as a child. She's abandoned constantly as they chase this career. She's sent to live with different relatives or off to boarding school or just to stay at a friend's. And Ashley learns to fully be independent and only depend on herself and really make things solo uh, happen for herself because, because she's forced to. And she becomes best friends with books which obvi, hard relate. Meanwhile, Winona is in this hugely codependent relationship with Naomi where they can't live with each other, but they're driving each other crazy. And yet they all become hugely successful superstars in different fields. And it's cool. It's just incredible to watch these three women make it. These three women who once lived in houses without electricity or running water, and they became superstars through sheer force of will usually Naomi's. Now, reason number two, there are inconsistencies all across these three memoirs. Plus, Naomi has a second one. So Ashley Judd has a memoir. Winona Judd has a memoir. Naomi Judd has two memoirs. They're all so different. Winona's pretty short. Naomi's are really, really long. And Ashley's is half about her charity work in Africa. But each book calls the other out on lies or half lies or maybe misrememberings in the other book, making this Judd story a story that can only be told when you look at all three memoirs together. For example, Naomi's book has a small, small paragraph where she says her daughter Winona ran away to Florida for weeks as a teenager and refused to come home until their noble stepdad went and got her. However, Winona's book said she took a weekend trip with her friend to Florida while Naomi was out of town, which she was all the time. So she figured her mom wouldn't even know she and her friend had driven to Florida. But her friend's parents catch him and he has to fly home. Winona has the car, so she's now stuck in Florida and has to drive it home. When she calls and tells Naomi that she's in Florida, Naomi is so angry, she tells her, She should not even bother coming home, and she's not allowed back. Winona then has to make a way for herself in Florida. She then falls into a situation, this is not exaggerating, this is from Winona's book, that is very cult-like. She basically kind of had met this guy on the road once and calls him up, and he's romantically interested in her, but then the mom is like, you belong to my son now, and you live here now. Meanwhile, the son has this ex-girlfriend who's driving by and threatening Winona's life, being like, he's mine, what are you doing there? 
Weeks into this, Winona's grandpa finally realizes she's been banished to Florida and he goes to get her back. Two completely different stories about the same incident. And what I love about this is one, there's multiple of those inconsistencies throughout all three books. Um, But two, I just can really relate to it. And I feel like everyone can, where you say something that happened in your childhood and your mom will say, that's not how that happened. Or another one of your family members just has a completely different version of something that you remember happening. And some things will be the same, but maybe a key thing will be different. And something that sticks out to me is that my therapist once said to me, um, I think about like a family therapy situation is that perception is reality. And so how you perceive it is your reality, which she was really talking about like maybe like two siblings who grow up in one situation, but one sibling is like, they find it hugely traumatic and they're usually labeled as like the sensitive one. And maybe another sibling didn't experience it that way, but it doesn't make either sibling wrong. I mean, how fascinating, not to mention like in a memoir, you're like, wait, which story happened? And I think I truly believe that if we can sit with the Judd story from all three angles of these women, we could have like a thousand uh, hours of family therapy for free given to us. I mean, the Judd story is basically like a murder mystery that you have to unravel, but it's a family therapy mystery. Okay, reason number three. Now, as you guys know, I have an intense story about finding out my dad is not my dad, and there is one in the Judd's book as well, which, uh, okay, here it is. Naomi lies to Winona Judd about who her dad is her entire life. The lie is even in Naomi's memoir. And when Winona is 30, her sister Ashley forces their mom to finally tell Winona that she and Ashley don't share the same dad. Now, I will get into the details of how this happened in the live show. They're truly wild, and you really you really can see Naomi's side of it and why she lied. Um, she gets pregnant as a teenager when she's like 17. But as you guys know, I found out the man I thought was my dad, was not my dad. And so I relate really intensely to Winona. And when you read it through Winona's eyes, she's basically like, I have felt something was wrong with me my whole life. And I always wondered why I didn't look like my sister. Because basically, Ashley and Naomi are both small, thin women who look very similar and very much fit the stereotypical, like, beautiful woman. Winona does not fit those stereotypical standards. She is a plus-size woman. She very vocally struggles about her weight and what about what it's like to be next to Ashley her whole life with their mom looking the way she looks. And because of this, she then one day finds out she has a different fucking dad the whole time. Um, On top of always feeling like left out or that something was off with her. On top of that, one of the huge headlines of the Judd's career is that people are always so taken aback that Naomi is the mom and Winona is the daughter. Because Winona looks much older than Naomi and Naomi always looks like she's 16. So imagine being a teenager, carrying your mom with your talent in your musical act that she has made famous. And every headline and review is about how much hotter, younger, and thinner your mom is than you. Also something I lived through. (laughs) I mean, so much so that Winona's memoir is like the whole structure of it is how she runs into the arms of Oprah looking to finally lose the weight and face her issues, even though in the book she really still doesn't. Um, But you can tell she's just been put through so much 
Uh, and it's taken so long to get through it. So that is the mini recap. There is so much more to discuss. I'm honestly very worried about the live show because we can only talk for so long and I, there's so much to say. We have a guest, Akila Green from the Delta Burke episode. She's reading one memoir. Our other guest, Aaron Dewey Lennox, is reading another memoir and I'm reading all three uh, plus Naomi's. So come get tickets to the live show if you would like to dive more into the Judds. Um, it's linked in the show notes again, June 12th, 5 p.m. in Los Angeles. And the live shows are so much fun. We have dress giveaways. Last time we had cake, surprise guests. Um, I will be dressing in a faux country costume, wearing a white fringe cowboy hat. You best believe. I hope you join me in faux countryness as well. And, oh my God, the Celebrity Book Club drinking game has finally come into existence. We have Celebrity Book Club drinking bingo. We will be passing out the sheets in person. I will also be sending it out on the Patreon for anyone who wants to play along. Um, I'm super excited about it. And so I will see you guys at the live show June 12th.